The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, everybody. This is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hello and welcome to Hey Fam. Fam. I forget, I forget the intro every week. Hey now. fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name's Andrew Levins. My name's, name's Angus Trusker. Tom Tilly. We've got 99 Hack, problems and this podcast is one. We this are at hey episode Hack. 99 or is this the retcon 60 something? This is the secret 55th <laughs> episode of Hey Fam. 55? What a bunch of dickheads. <laughs> so a long time ago, uh, less than a, a year, year ago. Yeah, yeah less, less than, than a year ago. I'm going to bring it About up About a year ago. I looked it up. Um... Not only did I admit, so but basically, okay, this, for whatever dumb reason, if this is your first Hey Fam episode, yeah. we made the terrible decision. We're sorry. <laughs> we made the terrible decision uh, just under 100 episodes ago to. Right there, boom. Well, to name every single episode of Hey Fam after a episode of Entourage. Us and Mark Wahlberg have something in common. <laughs> we devoted three years of our lives to Entourage. And we both love those good vibrations. We love them, yeah. Also, we're not, we didn't blind a Vietnamese. Man and go to jail. Well, so we don't have much in common with him after no, all. No, no. And we don't have a burger. No, you do. You had a burger joint for a while. <laughs> He's got Wahlburgers. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That's such a good. That's so awesome. Yeah. What? Well, that, that you had a burger joint or that he no, had No, that one he has one called Wahlburgers. It's so yeah. great. Did you ever watch the reality show? No. Should I? It was on Netflix US. It was amazing. And it was like Donnie getting upset that um, every month they'd like do a new specials board. And one of them was making fun of Donnie's girlfriend at the time, which I think was Jenny McCarthy. and was calling like the double D Donnie burger. And he's like, yo, you can't disrespect my woman that way with my burger special. And it was just like brothers fighting, Boston accents, burger shop. It was the best. And their mum was in charge of them all, of course. Angus, I don't come all here to <laughs> Hey Fam to do food talk. I'd say that for my other food podcast, Serious Issues. True, but you must know that this has more in common with Hey Fam because it starred the original Johnny Drama. The inspiration of drama. Star he speaks of. about the time he met Kevin Dillon and stuff. It was incredible. It was basically Entourage, the reality show. So what you're saying is instead of naming, now that we've finished. because uh, We're like, now going to name them after Wahlberg's yeah, episodes. Perfect. All, yeah, perfect. All, all Hey Fervers will be named after Wahlberg's episodes. Um, but uh, along the way, before we can truly say what we've named every single episode of Hey Fam after an episode of Entourage, mm. we missed one. I fucked up. And I, 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 it's okay. I skipped ahead a number and an episode in the title. So it's, I, I'm glad I that you did both. At least your fuck up was like. No, no, no. It's even more of a fuck up than could be possible. So, really, the 55th episode of Entourage is called Fantasy Island. Okay. But there's no episode of. 55th episode of Hey Fam. However, the 56th episode of Hey Fam is called Fantasy Island. So, we've missed one episode title. 
Uh, and another. So you've done the worst fuck up. Yeah. So we need to call. So what are we going to call this one? 90, last week's was 99, wasn't it? Uh, like 96 or something like that. This is episode 55. It's called the. Do you say Cans or Khan? Khan. Khan. So I, I, I went to film school for at least a semester, so I call it Khan. So let's go back to 2007. Uh, Vinny and the boys have just gone on pro- Kanye West private jet to go to uh, yeah. the, the screening yeah. of. Uh, I don't remember. Queen Boulevard, Medan. Attend to the business of selling Medan and find themselves with two offers on the table James Cameron. before it's even screened. And in the end, the film is bought from an unlikely source at a price much lower than they were hoping for. Meanwhile, drama benefits from the overseas popularity of Viking Quest. Amazing. So, the golden era of Entourage, if you will. That's also if gold was I not gold. the monetary value and... Uh, you know the, the the well shiny gold you mean thing. The Ari Golden era of Entourage. well, more like if your gold was golden showers or something oh, like sure. urine. Like this is the golden era we're talking. Uh, so that's all the Entourage talk for this episode, except that we're going to be doing um, a commentary of well, the Entourage it. No, movie. Why we're doing it is because we're capping off our Entourage naming conventions. It's, it's all done. coming to an end. So we're going to lose a lot of MRA uh, listeners, but we're going to gain probably the audience we always wanted. I'm guessing. After that... Oh, I do this for the MRAs. You do it for the MRAs? Yeah, yeah. Well, if, guys, they, if they go, I go. We've given them close a- to 200 And my hours. gun goes. <laughs> um, and we've decided on our naming convention for the follow-on, haven't we? Well, we're just going to name it after the things we talk about, right? I know. A lot of people are coming up to us in the street. They're going, Levin's Angus, have I got an idea for you for the naming convention? Listen up, fuckos. SEO rules, everything around me. So we're just going to go straight up boring ass titles and maybe, hey... People will download it for once. <laughs> yeah, and there'll be way less like weirdly racist to Asian titles, oh. like Entourage named a lot of real gross titles. Yeah. In a way, ours was a warning more than anything for other podcasts of what not to do. I think we had a girl on as a guest and we had to name the episode The Wahey Ho. The Wahey... The wa- wow. Wahey and your Ho son Ho. was on it once and I think it had like motherfucking baby or something in it. <laughs> or, remember it had something weird like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was just... It was, it, like, it was, it was always, like, what's wrong with these people? It was almost funny and we wouldn't look ahead to see what not to have on the next week but we ended up, you know, getting fucked more ways than one. So next week we're going to be doing... Um, to celebrate that we've done all the episodes, we're going to do an episode called Entourage the Movie. Yep. And we are going to do a commentary of Entourage the Movie that's going to be free for all our listeners. We will be wearing our best cargo shorts, our most extreme sport cap. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm trying to think what they wear in the show. They're dressed pretty badly. And now this sounds like um, filthy casuals. <laughs> they, <laughs> Fashion they, report for yeah, Entourage. They dress pretty poorly. Uh, they just wear real generic looking shit, don't they? Yeah, it was, it was, it was an, a lifetime ago. 2007, man. What were we wearing then? Really, like, whitewashed jeans. Like, real acid wash jeans. Chain mail. Yeah. What's it? Cha- the, the chains that you wear into battle. Chain mail. Chain mail. Armor. Um, armor. What you will. Brass. Uh, Billy Corgan was still. Flares. Smashing Pumpkin. Yeah, um, so we're recording at the sports bar right now. And uh, they, every time we come here to record, they've turned the music up a little bit more. Yeah, I'm so not sure if that's a compliment or a complaint. I, know, I think we're going to get sued at some point for not, not registering. Maybe they're suing us for not showing up this week <laughs> after we promised them oodles of business. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry we didn't show up on Tuesday like we said we were going to to have some Dos beers with a lot of other listeners. Were, um, we heard there was a queue out the front of HeyFam listeners that uh, yeah. just wanted two baby bros to have a couple of those. Guess what? The lesson was you can do this without us. <laughs> and they did. And all they night did. long. They're still here. They're still here. Uh, we've had to pay off some... Well, there was some broken furniture. We've had to chip in. So today on the show, we're going to be talking about 
Comic Con Khan, Comic Con chili cook-off that happens in San Diego once a year, where people from uh, popular culture come together and eat chili. We're also going to talk about the new uh, Christopher Nolan movie, Khan Kirk. Khan Kirk. It's about James Khan and his time evacuating the troops. Uh, and I don't know what else we're going to talk about. Um, Cancun uh, 2. Yes, yeah, Splat Splat Khan. Khan. Cancun 2. Yes, Platoon Cancun 2. Yeah, yeah. Cancun. Cancun. Cancun The two. real Cancun. You're, you're a squid or a Cancun. kid in, ca- in Cancun. It's a lot of... Yeah, that, that works. So there's a lot of water in Cancun. Yeah, and ink. It's just like... The, the, imagine starting Hey Fam now for the first time. You'd be like, fuck, they give anyone a show. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 whatever network we're on gives anyone a show. Yeah, which network are we not on again? The, all of them. All of them. <laughs> we don't want to be on your network. We're like the ending of the Entourage description you read out. We, we, we got uh, bought by the lowest price. That's right. Surprise. We, doesn't, by, doesn't we, the we got bought Billy by the Biden lowest price, in? aka our p- Patreon members. Doesn't Billy buy it again? Four dollars a month. Something? What's it? Sorry. Doesn't Billy, the, the wacky director, buy it again? I can't remember. I think so. I, I, th- I said remember. we weren't going to talk about Entourage again. Yeah. We've got well, a, we got a whole episode. We, of it yeah, next we week. are going to be talking about. And Entourage our friend again. Cameron James is going to join us to do. A Not James Cameron. We asked for him, the uh, cameo actor in um, Entourage season two or three, whenever the Aquaman plot is. He said no, but have I got somebody for you? Turned out it was a friend of ours, it was Cameron James, and boy, are our arms tired. <laughs> so, Angus, before we go into uh, the main important parts that we're going to talk about during the show, I thought I would share a story. Yet another one in this uh, episode. It's full good, of it many humanizes stories. us, it Definitely. shows people that we are just like them, except we have microphones and a Libsyn account. I played a gig at Threadbow, which is a big ski resort in, mm-hmm. uh, in New South Wales, yeah. about five and a half hour Familiar drive with it. from Sydney. Uh, Stuart Diver, hero, Australian yeah, hero. And now he has like a high up role there, and apparently he yeah. just walks around giving people lollies. It's uh, it's one. Of what a ride! I just don't know what to say to that. You can say life comes at you fast. It's a real uh, landslide of events, isn't Yikes. it? That happened a we, long we time edgy ago. Now. We, we have. That was twenty years ago. It's right. fine. So you're like post. Everyone's gotten over it. All the families are fine. Well, just Stuart hands out lollies now. He's fine. It's great. That's what I mean. Um, That's a weird role. It's kind I of think, like a role you give someone that, that you want to quit. Someone, I know someone who works there and he said, yeah, I just see him handing out lollies to kids all the time. What if that's part of his role or should we call some authority? That sounds like <laughs> a very strange He's had role. a rough enough life, all right? I think let, let him hand some lollies out. <laughs> let him give a kid a fucking lolly. Um, so I was at, at Threadbow and on the way there, I took my friend Batesy and uh, for the majority of the journey, we just talked about Breath of the Wild because mm. uh, he uh, he's... At the he's like you know got like five shrines to go. He he's was a going switch to, daddy as he's well. He's going to go take on Ganon, Calamity Ganon, uh, pretty soon. And uh, I, we were listening to Apple Music on the way, and yeah. um, suddenly like there's no uh, no reception. Damn. So it starts cutting out. We were and you were Telstra, so that's good. Uh, reception. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just it just it just conked out for a bit. So um, I was like, oh fuck, I've got some CDs in here. Guess what CD was already in the player? Breath of the Wild soundtrack. The Breath of the Wild soundtrack. The one so that I, came with the deluxe edition. That's right. So yeah. I, wha- I whack it on and we're mm. listening to it for a little bit. We're skipping the songs that are kind of a bit weird, like the like the battle songs when you battle. Oh, yeah. Like a Guardian. It's like... It's like I like way too ones. hectic. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then we get into like the beautiful town, the ones like from all, all the different towns. Nothing beats our Tarrytown score, babies. Um, but... Uh, you obviously know the Snow Village, the Rito Village. Yeah, I love that one too. That's like the Mediterranean guitar-based one. No, it's it? the real orchestral. Oh, no, oh, I'm thinking it, it of the Rito Village yeah, before yeah. you get to the snow. Yeah, sorry, it is, that is Rito Village. So it, um, it's like, and it comes as big crescendo, right? Yeah. And, and, and so we're driving. We haven't seen any snow yet. And we're driving through all these mountains. And the crescendo goes... And then suddenly, bang, snowy peaks ahead of us. 
and like that do 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 do. Yeah, that's gorgeous. It was the best. What a time! Um, and I, I, I was. It was a, such a dumb, nerdy, geeky moment that's that cute. I was extremely happy to share with someone. Did you feel like a water was shining down on you at the time? Yeah, absolutely. Me too. We had many discussions about a water and Robin Williams, who were both apparently in the game. I've not find, found them. Well, Awada is. He's the god of the mountain. Apparently, there's a guy that looks like him, though, that tells you about the god of the mountain, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've met him, actually. He's really and old, though. Apparently, Robin Williams is, uh, is, a, is someone that just wants to make you laugh. So, essentially, he's, he's forever Patch Adams in Breath of the Wild. Beautiful. Does he uh, fill your heart up? Was it the tagline of Patch Adams? Yeah. Should we do a commentary for Patch Adams? Um, if we made fun of Threadbow, yeah, I think we can make, start, start talk, getting over the sadness of... <laughs> Robin you, what, you pick five bad Robin Williams movies. You know he wanted to be the Riddler in Batman Forever. He was like vying for it. Really? Yeah. Do you reckon he could have done a good job? He would have done too good a job, I think. He would have been the genie. Yeah, he would have been the genie. Speaking <laughs> of which, Will Smith's the genie. In I'm, the- I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that too. As yeah. long as he wears actual genie pants and like basically look like you did in Fresh Prince. I am cut for that. It would have been amazing if they cast Sinbad as the genie. That would have been next level. So Holy shit. Meta. That would have been so meta. Like, or like they just, or just Shaq. Them. Just straight up Shaq. No but, they, no, but they create that movie that everyone says exists. That would be incredible. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, um, but we pick four, like a bunch of bad Robin Williams movies. What, what do you do? You, uh, you well, What do you pick? Patch Adams. Bicentennial Man. Fern Gully. Wait, definitely Bicentennial Man's in there. There's another really fucked one towards the end. RV. Oh god, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he was making some. Oh, is he oh. in Wild Hogs or something? He no, is in, he's old in Dogs. Old Dogs. Holy he, like, shit! Yeah, Old Dogs is like the worst movie, man. Okay, so maybe that's the next options for our next commentary. Yeah, yeah. That, the worst movies are Robin Williams. Miss you, Robin. Uh, commentary pack. <laughs> Bicentennial Man. Oh, was he in? No. Jumanji's great. Back off. Jumanji's great. Back Jumanji's off. Sorry, I'm talking to myself. Fucking back off. Back off. Um, so, uh, Jumanji... Father's Day is trash. Jumanji... Yeah, Father's Day is terrible. Um, all these are movies. <laughs> I think about we've movies. spoken about Father's Day before on this podcast. I, I think we're the only podcast se- to speak about it twice. Um, so, all those things that Angus was talking about are movies. And you know where they announce a lot of movie news, Angus? Chili Con Con. Chili Con Con. San Diego. Chili... Chan, Chan Diego. Chili Con Con. Chon Diego. <laughs> where in the world is my Chili Con Con event? Every year, it gets a little bigger, it gets a little hotter, a <laughs> little spicier, and the takes are... Well, yeah, the takes are as hot as ours. Uh, our takes are, are getting a bit cold. Ours are ev- lukewarm ev- everyone, compared to everyone that. Everyone has sh- made a lot of takes. Ours on, are very on- lukewarm, and we get to it a week late just so all the dust is settled, and finally we uh, weigh in with our huge-ass hot take-a-thons. So let's, let's just quickly burn through all the things that made an impact on so us. There's no Star Wars stuff. Let's kick in. Let's start with Justice League. Justice League, right. Let's start with the trailer, and then we'll go to the poster. Okay, Let's start with the poster. <laughs> okay. Poster. Who cares? I'm actually <laughs> down with you like Except it? for that shitty font the and the writing on font. it. The yeah, yeah. It was horrible. It's disgusting. It looks like the back cover of a 90s comic in DC that's advertising an upcoming event. Or condoms. Or a condom. Yeah. But without the fonts and just if it was just a picture of them, I thought that was great. It's, so, it's obviously an Alex Ross tribute. It's some weird effect. It looks like they're using like an app on your phone where you take a photo of someone. They, you know, those ones that turn them into a painting. My dad got obsessed with them for a while. If someone could get that the picture without the without the text on it, and then put the text using their logos ribbed for her pleasure, yeah, on, and put that on the front of What's it. What's a good or um, something about bat condoms? Oh, you know, you could uh, you could uh, adjust it for each hero. Yeah, bat condoms. That they something like that's not even expire funny. forever. Don't triggered. Uh, I thought the post was fine. I just hate that dumbass clown font all over it with like a batarang as a B and shit. That's like something I would have done when I was doing a school project in like year two. Maybe that's what they, they farmed it out. 
Yeah, seriously. To the, to the only the people that have been of disappointed the by movies. I, I, like, whatever. I, think, I, I agree with you. The text is terrible. Um, the text is shit. The, um, I like the image, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool. nice change. It, from it, the, like, it looks like an Alex Ross um, color. Yeah, I'm into that. I thought that was like quite tasteful. Um, then I saw the trailer. So I was away this whole weekend, much like you. I'm watching all this shit on my phone. Have you got any fucking Splendor Tales, bro? None whatsoever. None whatsoever? No, you I don't mix business and pleasure. This is pleasure. That's strictly business. <laughs> Unlike you, I haven't found a way to marry the two yet. <laughs> Um, what are you doing with this orange? You just dropping it in there? Yes, we, we got some blue moon. You dropping it in? Yeah, yeah, you're back in there. I've done it. We're drinking some blue moons. Is that a sponsor? Official? Yeah, official sponsor. Cool, of cool, cool. They don't pay us any money, but they do. Uh, we lose money, and boy, do we love it. Yeah, they, um, do, they do give us complimentary orange slices. So the trailer came out. It uses another dumbass like EDM version of a of a classic rock song, right? From what I remember. Uh, that. I, t- I was too busy focusing on all the other stuff that was going on in that trailer. I could not help because I used Come Together, remember? Yeah. In last year, the last trailer. It's like a yeah, real like nasty boy rock version. Yeah, I think there's another nasty boy rock. Again, any other podcast would have done the research, would have written stuff. That's not what you listen to But it's to probably like... It's probably like Led Zeppelin or something, right? I'll, I'll never know. I'm not going to watch it again. We'll never watch <laughs> that trailer again. I didn't see any hints of... Oh no, I did see hints of Whedon in it. Did you get some Whedon? Were you picking up some the, Whedon? The, the final bit where Flash makes a joke. Yeah. Um, that's but apparently that Whedon. was in the footage they showed last year. Yeah, so right. So that's actually 100% cum-filled envelope style. So your overall thoughts on the trailer, did it make you any more excited? or maybe Not at all. Less exci- I think it made me less it excited. It did make me less excited. It was just... It, it actually did nothing. Right. Just weird, like these... Again, and God, we've spent hours on it. It just still seems to me so unearned and like... Something like an Avengers, the first Avengers, which I think was like eight movies into a series. Six. six movies. This one's like, you see Cyborg, a character you've never met, getting cheeky with Alfred, who we spent about seven minutes with. And like, it just means nothing to me. At all, yeah, yeah. He's just like, don't worry, Alfred, I'll be taking it from here. I'm like, who are these people? And like, they, they talk about Superman like he was so much more than what he actually yeah, was. They've really retconned like Superman's entire character in this DCEU. Like... It sounds like the Superman they're talking about is the Superman I've read about in comics, not the one who was sobbing all the time and like, mm, I hate being Superman, which is kind of what we got from Man of Steel. The only thing I did like was Alfred speaking about mechanical penguins or like wind-up penguins. Yeah, totally. I, I was enjoyed like, that too. Oh, I guarantee that's Whedon as well. That had Whedon all over it. Not that that's a good thing, but you could tell that was a Whedon line. And I was like, oh, that's the Alfred I like. Like, that's Alfred. Yeah, that's cool. I think for me that the worst thing was how um, CGI backgrounds and empty everything looks. Is that shot I want to speak about when Aquaman, like, stabs a dude at the top of probably a children's hospital because it's still Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'd say, like, the children's ward or the burns ward of a children's hospital. And he crashes all the way through it and, like, surfs out on the bad guy. And it just looks like it was shot at kind of like when you go to the Gold Coast and you're doing one of those flying Superman videos. <laughs> yeah. Like, the green... I know, it does, I know it's not coming out yet and I know there's a lot of time to fix the effects. But that looked rancid. That literally looked like Sin City 1 or something when it was like cool to shoot in like Robert Rodriguez's garage. Yeah. It's like, I don't think that's this type of movie. It, it just looked terrible. Fuck, on that note, it is very strange that Robert Rodriguez hasn't been tapped for a superhero movie yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I reckon he plays by the rules when I was about last to, two. Like, what was the last two shit he did? He did Sin City 2. Yeah, no one liked that. Yeah. But that, was, that's probably that why. may not have been his fault. But like, I don't know, Spy Kids. Yeah, it's like a decade ago now. Yeah. And plus, he did it all by himself. He probably is like, no, I won't use this studio. He's like fiercely independent. 
Yeah, right. He does, you know, he paid for all of it. It's shot in his garage. All the Spy Kids movies are done in his, like, garage. And all the Spy Kids are his kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Shark Boy and Lava Girl, like, his kids came up with the IP and he made a movie. Like, sometimes it's good not to listen to your children. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that, the, the movie does look like, the effects look ass. It looked very claustrophobic. It just, I don't know which big, bright future they're talking about that they're switching towards because that looked drab as fuck everything was black and white and like Ezra Miller I don't think is a good depiction of the Flash especially like after what little I've seen in the TV version yeah that's like seems perfectly in line with yeah this one seems more like a like he seems like Scott Pilgrim or something if he was just if they said this is Wally West as Flash I'd be like okay that makes more sense but like Barry Allen for me is always older and yeah, Wally West. Yeah, Wally West always comes. Yeah, you, it makes sense. I just like yeah. I, the, 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 there's a there's no level, way this guy works for the law. Exactly. Like there's, there's no way I mean. this there's, guy there's works. There's a level of authority that comes with because what Barry is he? Allen. He's like a CSI dude, isn't he? He's yeah. like a yeah yeah. That's he's his, like that's a, that's his business card. CSI dude. Barry CSI Allen. dude. Yeah. Um, this yeah. guy doesn't look like that. He looks like some dude who posts on a Rick and Morty meme pages. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I did to DJ a Rick and Morty house party recently. Wubba double lub. <laughs> I keep trying to say the catchphrase that they have I a, song, never get a song about. Get something. Get Swifty. Swifty. I couldn't remember it. I was never like, remember I had it. to play it 20 times in one night and I couldn't even fucking remember what it was. <sighs> like we're going to do an entire Rick and Morty episode soon, I think, just discussing the dichotomy and how it's minions for um, alt leftists. How, how it's a great show. It's a great show. The, the fans are the worst. With the worst fans in the universe. It's like South Park. South Park has the worst fans. That's a really good point. And it's such a great show. It's just like some fans take this shit and run with it. It's fucked. They are like, Rick and Morty is literally like minions for like first year uni students. I um, Everyone that came up to me and requested a song dressed as Rick at the Rick and Morty party I played, I would be like, hey, American Dad, nice. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Never went down very well. That's the only time you and Seth MacFarlane could ever like fist bump each other. That's the only scenario I can see that happening. What here. the fuck is Seth MacFarlane doing in that Steven Soderbergh movie? So weird. The Lucky Logan one. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. I saw a trailer of that before Dunkirk the other night. How's um, the the trailer look? I saw just like I Justice like League it. again. I I um. Daniel Craig looks great in it though. And um, what's his name? Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love. It. I thought you were going to James Bond and Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, well, what he should I say James Blonde? <laughs> Remember when that was a big deal? That's right. Fuck off. <laughs> People have different hair, guys. Get over it. Accept no. and move on. Yeah. There's a different. There's a female Doctor Who now. Okay, live with Finally. it. Finally. Um, but uh, do you want to say anything more about jungle, the jungle? There's not much jungle, to say about it. Book. The Jungle Book. <laughs> just, anything to say about Jungle Book? No, just that I still. So I saw a funny gift the other day. Oh, cool, man. Tell of, me about it. Uh, yeah, it was very funny. I was going to share it in my Rick and Morty group. <laughs> Decided to pull it the last minute. I haven't uh, earned that right yet. It was just that fucked up scene where Wonder Woman's on a computer looking at files and all the yeah. logos are pre-made. And that's seriously all I could think about while watching this. It was just like, uh, and this is so unearned. This team up well, is the, so not you know what The most unearned thing is that they're, they're, they've announced that the Flash movie is going to be oh. Flashpoint. But it's not going to be... Now, Let's talk about this. Is that to get them out of all of the strife which they've caused? Like, change the Joker, change everything? That have, are they going to have a laundry list? I don't know, but, like, I don't think that's the way you do it. Or are they going to loosely adapt it a la Civil War where, like, very incidental things change? It's basically going to be Back to the Future is what I'm thinking, but where, like, one tiny thing changes and he has to go back and fix it, not an entire okay, so clean fl- slate. I reckon it's going to be very loose adaptation. Flash, the Flashpoint is a comic in which um, Barry Allen... A character who we have not even met yet. Like, we've seen the split second of him in Suicide Squad. We haven't even met him yet in the, in the uh, DCEU. No. 
But um, we spent more time with him than like the Joker's DCU from all the fucking trailers that have dropped, right? Yeah, totally. Um, we see him in a grocery store with milk in Batman vs Superman. That's right. And then we see him arrest uh, Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad in a scene that nobody asked for. No, in a exactly. film that nobody asked for. <laughs> in a film that nobody wants. Um, Sorry, Oscar-winning film that nobody wants. That's right. Wants. Uh, um, but uh, they, we haven't spent any time with this Flash character. We're going to see, uh, in, of this three and a half hour Justice League movie, we'll probably minimum three spend, and a half. Yeah, we'll probably spend half an hour with him. Yeah, right. There's that many characters. His Even if first film is going to be Flashpoint. Well, you know what? That's but, 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 so he basically goes back in time, changes to, everything, and, and changes the world. And then that 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 was what kicked off the news in the comics. The I honestly think it's going to be they're just going to use the title like they did with Civil War. And it's not going to be like any major deaths. But don't do time travel for your first. Like, like time travel isn't actually that important of a part. Not. of the Flash's character. We don't know what the, the, the important part is. That he can go fucking fast. He's I reckon like they're Sonic. loosely using it. I reckon they're loosely using the term. And fanboys are getting really pissed off because they're like, "No, this is not what." And I think it's going to be nothing like the Flashpoint of the comics, unless DC and Jeff Johns are like, "This is fucked. We need to." Do a soft reboot And I'll use Flashpoint as that Which again is so stupid And like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised no, These idiots I, I think they are going to jump straight And just do like a version Where he goes back in time And creates an alternate reality Because That is what this Studio does Like they did Yeah They'd made Batman's first new movie Him versus Superman As in The Dark Knight Returns A movie in which he has been Old and Missing grizzled. forever yeah. and, and comes back That's what I was about to say Don't forget that this is the same team That brought us The grizzled retired Batman Who's shooting and, people And then decided to do de- The entirety of Death of Superman In ten minutes At the end of, the, of BBS And then decided to retcon everything And pretend Batman's really nice now And plays with friends it's, it's almost it worth watching. It is like the slowest Hindenburg crash The U ever. in DCUU stands for unearned. It is unearned. C stands for cunted. Fuck. What's D stand for? Dickness. Dickness, cunted, extremely unearned. Yeah, done. Beautiful. Listen to that, Jeff Jones. Jeff Jones. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Jones. Uh, Jeff Jones is Spike Jones. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. Who'd win in a fight, Kevin Fieri or Jeff Jones? <laughs> Let us know. Who listeners. wears their baseball cap the better way? <laughs> Let us know. Heyfanpodcast at gmail.com. Who would win in a fight? Kevin Fieri or Jeff Jones? Jeff Jones. <laughs> um, so Jeff Jones. Isn't Jeff Jones like a cult leader? What's oh, Jim Jones? No, Brian Jones. No, that's the guy from the Rolling Stones. Oh, Jonestown. Do- Jeff Jones. I don't know. <laughs> This is what happens when you mix. This is what we've this had, is what had a quarter Rick and Morty's responsible for this. You know what they want to do? Flashpoint. They probably just want to do a Rick and Morty episode. You're gonna have Batman. Say I reckon they're gonna literally do that. I guarantee you, Dan Harmon is writing Flashpoint, and it's gonna be a dumb little time travel self-contained movie. Okay, done. Calling it now. Calling it. Um, do you want to talk about anything else DC announced? No. Let's talk about Marvel. They didn't announce anything. I think they showed a frame from Aquaman. Oh, I'll tell you something about DC. Oh, tell me something about DC. While I was away, Splendor in the Grass. I was mere meters away from one Elon Musk who was necking on his girlfriend, lead actress of Aquaman, Amber Heard. Wowza. And his staff and crew have these little things. He is, he is literally Tony Stark. He was, he was in a booth kind of like we are now in an outdoor gold bar, which again is an oxymoron. There's, no, there's nothing exclusive about it. Like the general public can buy tickets to go to this yeah, gold totally. bar. You know the one. Yeah. Um, I, I assume fuck you, w- the general public. Fuck you, GP. Um, he was there and he's little. He had like guards around him, right? And they're carrying these little devices, kind of tubular, tubular in shape, much like, I guess, the things that men in black used to stop, uh, to erase people's memories. 
if you picked up your phone and tried to take a photo, it would disrupt your phone, you wouldn't be able to take photos. Really? Yeah, literally. That's awesome. Yeah, so he's Tony Stark. <laughs> he's and he came in a white Tesla. No, he's not Tony Stark. He's um, Bruce Wayne from uh, BVS because he has that that thing that. Oh no, that, is that is that Nolan or is that when when? No, he, that is uh. when they're all trying to take a photo and he and he presses the button and it disables all the cameras. I think that's Nolan. That's Nolan. That's yeah, yeah, that's Dark Knight yeah. Rises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool. cool that's a nice moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, let's not. Yeah, good. As long as we're not talking about Snyder. Good. Um, so uh, let's. Oh, another DC my- news. Apparently, okay. Snyder <laughs> and his wife are stepping away from the creative control of the DC, architecting the DCEU, which I think is a very good decision, not only for their family but for the future slate of films that people care about. Um, Marvel. Um, man, it's fucking weird that we're going to end this great year of superhero movies with Justice League. Anyway, we'll talk about that when one. When is that, November? Yep. Unearned. <laughs> Unearned. Cunted. Um, so, uh, Marvel um, showed the uh, Infinity War trailer, which very badly angled It was not leaks. supposed to escape all, Hall H, but uh, lo and behold, the piracy reigns supreme. And we've seen it. We've, we've been there to tell the tale. We've watched a cam job. A cam- I gave my friend a cam job once. Next week we shall on the commentary episode. Yep, that's true. Uh, yeah, wow. Well, they showed a lot of stuff, and I guess it culminated in this Infinity War trailer. Like, they showed the new Ragnarok trailer. Which was so great. It's so great. And apparently the shortest Marvel film. Right. Uh, Which is great. Taika said it's going for around 90 minutes. That's awesome. It's awesome, and he also said 80% of it is ablib. So it's going to be like a Hey Fam episode. There's <laughs> a lot of ums, ahs, and not really getting anything right. I love that um, the Hulk talks now. Yes. How good is that final scene in the trailer? So great. He's not just... Uh, he talks like Archie. Yes. It's so great. <laughs> um, but uh, we watched the cam leak of, um, of the Infinity War trailer. How, so before we start, how's that artwork for Infinity War, the three-panel poster? Oh, so rad. It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's stunning. And it's it feels so, so epic. You know, it, it feels, feels fucking earned. earned. That's right, bro. It feels earned. Even I, I showed uh, my significant other, Chloe, this trailer. And even though she's probably seen a third of the Marvel movie, she's just like, this is so earned. And like, this is so cool. Like, she's seen the ones, luckily, who are all featured in the... And they're really movie. treating this like, this is the end. This is the last one. It's the end of this phase. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a whole new start. Fucking motherfucker's going to die. Oh. You said people going to die. So that trailer, uh, opening shot, you see the Guardians, which is so cool to see the Guardians outside of a Guardians film. Totally. And I think that's like a nice jarring... The only dumb thing is you get that clown shoe with a opening uh, studio logo with script pages. Maybe they'll change it by then. It's like FileMaker Pro in your face. It's just you got some pages coming at you. It's so whack. Um, apparently, also, which is kind of daft, they're spelling at Marvel Studios instead of a I and an O. It's a one and a zero for ten years. Uh, it's like just stick to something, you idiots. Or just stick whatever. to whatever. Like honestly, if that's all you like, if you just let the if CEOs let dumb shit do do dumb things, just let keep it, it to there. the opening title and then just do do your good stuff after. Yeah. Um, so you see the Guardians cruising around, and then they smack quipping, into, the th- into and then Thor. Thor slams onto their. So like, you reckon uh, that means that the end of Ragnarok is going to be him like drifting in space? I do. I think that's. I think Hamilus. we can. I think we can uh, attain, obtain that. If maybe he sacrifices himself to save. Asgard or something. Yeah. It sounds like classic Thor behavior. That's a very big Thor move. How funny though is that like um, um, in the in the Ragnarok trailer, um, Bruce Banner suddenly has his like um, eccentric tech genius outfit oh, on. Let's talk, uh, that's something else I want to talk about. How come anyone who works with tech in this wears a t-shirt with a logo on it with like a pop culture reference, a blazer jacket and jeans and like cons? It's so bad. It's pretty in line with what Silicon Valley people dress like. 
Yeah, is it? No, I'm, no <laughs> it's no, not yeah, at all. It's, it's what Hollywood. Pit. It's so bad. I don't, but also, where did he? Where did they? Like, he's not. He's in space. The last thing he did was take off as Hulk in the ship. Yeah, you're right. And apparently, he's been Hulk for two years. Where did he get those clothes from? Does Thor just happen to have them? Oh, like the, he just stole Loki the, the collector. For him with the collector the, was like, look at this dumb outfit. You're probably I'm right. Collect it. That's actually hopefully a line in the film. <laughs> I'm trying to think who he reminds me of. He dresses like somebody you thought was cool in like first year uni or something. He dresses like a like a Hollywood um, star trying to act casual. Yeah. Like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> He's dressing like... I bet you Robert Downey Jr. has done the um, wardrobe for this film. Um, so, yeah, I thought the Infinity War trailer, like, you basically see everyone fighting alongside yeah, everyone. You, you see, see like, Spider-Man. Oh, how good you finally see the spider sets. Yeah, yeah. He's on the school bus and some badges having him. He gets this, like, arm hair sticking up and you're like, they did it, finally! Do you think um, if you went to Hall H and you saw the trailer being being screened, would you be this one of the screamers? I didn't want the screamers for sure. I yeah, was, yeah. like, making noises watching it. It was sick. Yeah! And Rocket's like, oh yeah, so like wants to kill. He's like, turn the windscreen wipers on. Let's get rid of her. And like, it, it's everyone still seems so true to their form, despite the fact new people are directing them. It's so exciting to see them all in the same scenes together. Even ones that we've seen in the same movies together, like seeing Bucky and Black Panther fighting together. Sick. And, and seeing that hero shot of like Spider Man with his mask off, Tony Stark. We've seen that before. And so much Strange but, as well. Totally. Like, even though we didn't like that movie very much, like Strange I, I, I liked him it. as a character. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I think I've got to give it another watch. I just found it very. It was the opposite of Homecoming. Where Homecoming was, he hit the ground running, zero origin. This I understand Strange is like a D-tier, probably Marvel character, and we needed his origin. Like, not everybody knows it. But it, hopefully it's going to improve once we got well, that origin out of the way. that many origin movies. Surely they know how to condense it by now. And they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I want to... We, we have not seen any of um, Strange in the Ragnarok trailer yet. So we don't know what yeah, his true. role is going to be in this movie I reckon it might be a... Yeah, that's in, yeah, no, we haven't. We know he's going to be in it because of yeah. the end of Doctor Strange. So. That's true. Um... We see Spider-Man in the, let's just call it the MCU Iron Spider-Use suit. Yep. Which looks dope, but hopefully doesn't remain his main suit. I think it's... I think it's destroyed or Unearned. <laughs> and he's a nice scene of well, him no, saying apologize. It's not unearned from his end. It's no, I'm Tony joking. Stark I was just... Uh, a, you have this. It's, it's yeah. even crazier tech, bro. It probably means I have to wear it because of some filtration system. Maybe Tony Stark's like, here, you've got two choices. You can wear the Iron Spider shirt or you can wear a, a pop culture t-shirt, a red blazer and jeans. <laughs> or you can wear a Funko pop head um, <laughs> t-shirt. <laughs> And uh, Wubba Dubba Lub Lub um, Blazer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Marvel like, really knocked it out of the park. It was also the reveal that what Captain, else in Captain it? Marvel is going to be... Um, oh, and also Captain America looks like Solid Snake. Yeah, he's got a beard. Or like Black Ops yeah, gear and like a big yeah. beard. So what good. else we got? Uh, Black Widow's got white hair. Yep. Has that ever happened in the comics? No, just... Um, not really, I think that's so. That's dope. Maybe and Thanos I'm, looks badass, finally. Yeah, yeah. I still feel he might be undercooked. Bit prune-headed. Um, he looks heaps, heaps... Like, who's playing it? Josh Brolin. Yeah. He looks so much like him compared to the first, like, graphing. He's got rid of that little cap thing well, now. Yeah, so well, Josh just... Brolin wasn't playing him for the first times we saw Thanos. No, yeah, then just... again, it was just like his chin and he just turns face. and smiles. Yeah, yeah. But he's here. He's, he's got that Infinity Gauntlet. He's smashing the shit out of things. Yeah, I can't wait to see that full trailer. Apparently, they're going to hold on to it, though, for a long while. Why? Because they've got two other movies coming out before then. Yeah, you're right. They've got Rag and um, Black Panther. Captain Marvel announcement was great. Set in the 90s. In the so this 90s is officially with the first. This is officially the first MCU film. So you reckon something happens to her a la Captain America, the Disappears. first Avenger? She yeah. gets stuck in something. Yeah. Or, and then Because she use can't the, age. Do you think they're going to use the time gem to bring yeah. her into Infinity War? And she won't, well, she's not in Infinity War, it was confirmed. Oh, right. Unless they said that now to throw us off. We've also got Nick Fury with two eyes. That's yep. Dos Ojos. <laughs> 
Um, what's interesting about the inclusion of the scrolls, which I thought were owned by Fox or yes, something, yes, that made it, made it a shady, shady deal. Now, does this mean we're in store of a big old twist, finding out that one of the leads of the last ten years is actually a scroll? I hope that they, if they, if they do do that, they, they they really think about it carefully. Yeah, and they don't like because uh, Secret Invasion is actually as far as Bendis written Marvel events, it's, it's a pretty fun one. Is this the current one? Secret Invasion's ages ago. Oh, right now it's Secret... Secret Empire. Oh, forgive me. We've had Secret Invasion, Secret Wars, Secret Wars 2, and... uh, Forgive me for confusing my Marvel events. They all have the word secret or invasion in them. Yeah, or war. Yep, it's true. Secret Invasion was a few years ago. Was it Spider-Woman? Was the scroll? A whole bunch of people were scrolls. Oh, who else was? Uh, Hank Hank Pym. Wow. Um, I think Hawkeye was at some point. But then, like, yeah, and one of the... Some of the Fantastic Four members as well... They were, they, because they, like, none of them were like scrolls for as long as like Jessica Drew was. Sure. But well, um, that's th- the only reason why they you can't introduce a scroll and not have a character unless it's going to be very lame and only happen within the realm of this film where one character is found to be a scroll. That's not lame, but it'll be. Good. I would like a bit of payoff. I'd love to find out somebody who's been retconned being a scroll. I think Who? Make, well, I don't know. I haven't thought about it yet. Fury. No, because that kind of fucks that- with um the whole. Maria Hill uh, Yeah Maria Hill would be great That's Talk with Winter Soldier Where he's like The whole thing is Whether he's bad or not That's and right then yeah, yeah. Robert Redford ends up Being the bad yeah, guy Yeah Ma- Maria Hill Maria Hill would work Really well um, But it couldn't be One of the main Avengers Right No Maybe it would have to be an Earth-based one. Like a Hawkeye, maybe? Like, like he, yeah. He, he found love. But then again, we had him lame at this, like for most of Avengers with blue eyes being stupid. Oh, which yeah, was, that's Remember, right. that was pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah. He was just bad Hawkeye. And then, and then well, that means all the Avengers have had, them, have had mind control yeah. as well in, in the second Black one. Widow? Yeah, I think Maria Hill is like the only candidate I think that I would be okay with suddenly yeah. being a squirrel. Same here. That'd be down. Because she's really underused. And yeah, be cool and I think for that's a good to, choice. Yeah. And what has she been doing post... Uh, how I Met Your Mum. No, post uh, Winter Soldier, but also How I Met Your Mum. She has to be doing that. How I, how I Met Your Soldier. How I Met Your Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, I, I like the idea of a 90s setting. I wonder how much... Um, Wonder Woman has had an influence on having, you know, this new film kind of be a period piece. Well, I mean, Captain America, the first Avenger was a period piece oh, too. Oh, totally. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think, and there's going to be a lot of great goofs a la the start of Iron Man 3 with him in the 90s. Yeah, and then Ant-Man as well. The, oh, you like, probably, maybe she'll meet Tony Stark. Well, and hopefully Hank Pym, Pym will be in it too. Yes, young Mikey Douglas. I, I, I am one of the people that I don't have a problem with the weird de-aging. Neither um, do I. I think they should just use it all the time. It's I reckon fun. They, they use it all the time. They use it, obviously, in Homecoming on Robert Downey Jr., from and, what I was reading. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't look that good. Um, well, he just, he just, his eyes look so beautiful. Yeah, and they use it like it's, it's uncanny what they do. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. At the start of Civil War with him as like a teenager. That, that was incredible. Yeah, that's I, so I, that's, well done. That and the beginning of Ant-Man are the two best uses of the DHMP. Yeah, Michael Douglas is uncanny. But, um, and I don't mean Valley. What, did you like the, the, at the end of Rogue One? Um, it's... It, look... I was fine. okay with it. Yeah, I was fine with it. People fucking hate it. No, it was fine. <laughs> Carrie uh, Fisher couldn't tell if it was her or not. Like, really? she was wondering if it was alternate footage. Really? Yeah, she was like, oh, where'd you dig up that take? I don't remember it. That's awesome. And they're like, we made it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, still kind of on the subject of Marvel, but not necessarily made by Marvel Studios. Um, Defenders trailer? Oh, yeah, cool. We can talk about that too. That looks fine. Whatever. It just looked like a TV series. People, people are excited people for it. People fighting in hallways. I didn't care at all. It just, Especially I, I, someone that hasn't watched anything outside of the two Daredevil seasons. Uh, I, I, I have. Yeah. I, I liked Jessica Jones. I couldn't get through more than... I couldn't even get through one episode of Iron Fist, but I got yeah. through like four of, of uh, Luke Cage. I'm just like, yeah. I like... I think I think Luke Cage definitely as a character is going to be really enjoyable in, in on an ensemble Who's show. Who's show running this? Is it the same people who have... I don't know. Those Again, are, de- those are pod- details that other podcasts can tell you. Listen to a good podcast. It'll tell you that stuff. We're just going with gut instincts here. Um, but uh, what I was going to try and see into was that uh, Noah Hawley, who we have loved uh, ah, on Legion. Fargo and Legion, mm. um, oh, while talking yeah, about Legion 2, announced that he was going to be doing a Doctor Doom movie. Now, does that mean he's doing a Fantastic Four well, film starring I don't know Doctor what they're Doom? Doing. Doctor Doom is far and away my favorite villain of all time. I think he's Stan Lee's favorite Marvel character. Really? I think, I've, cool. I think I've heard him several times go on the record of saying that's his favorite character. He's just He has everything you want in a supervillain. Yeah. And, and they've managed to fuck him up twice now. And you like screen. him in the comics because you... It makes you agree with him a lot of the time. You're like, oh, no, he's not a bad guy after all. Yeah. Like, in the, in the what same was the big way, event that he was a part of recently? The one that they forgot to end? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. They, they ended it really and well. They finally ended it, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. brilliant. And that, that Secret Wars, the whole event, is just a celebration of Reed Richards and Doctor Yeah, that's Doom. right. It was incredible. Um, <coughs> and now you can't get comics starring them. No, Doctor Doom is Iron Man now. Ah. How's yeah. that? It's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for more comics-based uh, talk, listen to my other podcast, The Mitchin. Uh, I'm trying so to see who's the showrunner of this dang thing. That's great. I'm sure people will listen. Douglas Petrie and Marco Ramirez. <laughs> oh, what does that uh, mean? Does that mean anything to you? Absolutely not. Um, whatever. Defenders, defenders will be fine. I, I, I think it'll be better than, than Luke Cage and Iron Fist, but mm. it will still probably be a mess in parts. I can't believe... Yeah. Like, make Fisk a bigger part of it. Daredevil, sorry, uh, Kingpin is yeah, by far the Fisk best thing. Yeah, get Fisk back into it. That they've, that they've Punisher done. was great too. Yeah. Well, apparently oh, Punisher's Punisher definitely going to be in it. And there's a Punisher and series, Punisher right? Too, yeah. Like, I don't know. I, Maybe they're saying if, if they're saving him so they can give him his own series. Like imagine a Wilson Fisk series; that'd be so be fucking amazing. good. Fisk was so good. You know, I was in a art gallery the other day, a private one, <laughs> and I was just thinking about those amazing scenes where he is uh, going, keeps going in Daredevil season one to go to the art gallery and meet the curator and is buying the art. Has that great love arc? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Fuck, that was the best feeling was in a so Marvel good, movie, bro. like any so Marvel good. property. Well, anyone. Anyone who's um, like you know they're ambiguous as opposed to flat out evil. So like I lo- he always love. I always love. Like yeah, had a Vulture. family that, that's and why had he a was love so great. and had a thing, and it was exactly. kind of like you root, like 
Wilson Fisk, you're, you're watching, and you're like, oh, you don't necessarily root for him. You just understand why he does the things he does. He's not really just doing it. Exactly, Ultron. Totally, or like the, even the Joker. I don't like the Joker as a villain. I, I like I him when he's I, done well. I enjoy him as a presence, but he's far from my favorite villain. Whereas yeah. someone like Lex Luthor, mm. um, Doctor Doom, the Riddler, Comic uh, Riddler. Yeah, I think Comic Riddler, Riddler annoys good. me. But yeah, I like Two, Two Face. My favorite Batman. Two Face rules. Yeah, Two Face and Dark Knight. Great portrayal. Yeah, excellent. Aaron Eckhart, baby. Also, just in general, Two Face is Two Face is rarely bad. Even Tommy Lee Jones as in Batman Forever, not that bad of a Two Face. Mm. The worst out of the on-screen ones we've seen. There's two. No, there's also uh, Billy D. Williams in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> All right, you win this round. Trust it. Um, but but I think Noah Hawley attached to a a, a franchise it's that Fox has exciting. never been able to do right. Very exciting. If if, it, if it's a Fantastic Four movie or if it's a Doctor Doom movie that then 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 introduces a new Fantastic Four. Wouldn't it be great to kickstart a new Fantastic Four series with a villain film? hundred percent. And showing because. He was he he become he gets his powers etc. by the same experiment, right? No, no, that was in that shit new film. Yeah, yeah. Well, wouldn't it be good to see him and learn about the Fantastic Four through his POV. Yeah, hundred percent. That'd be an amazing idea. Yeah, it'd be so and much like, fun. We've seen what he does with ambiguously great characters, a la Legion. I just wish that this could exist in the same universe as Avengers, and because you you could just have him. In Latveria, responding yep. to how all these superheroes are now so prominent in America, yeah, and it would be like like another country like getting their arms together. That'd be sick. But it's yeah, I don't think it'll be. It's so for great. Fox though, isn't it? It's for Fox. But I don't know, like, hey, no we've seen what could happen with Sony. Anything can happen. Well, I mean, Fox is better than have a better track record than Sony. True. Yeah. True, but I mean, look, anything can happen. I just, it would just be great if all these things linked up together. It's like. Stop the bickering. Split the money down the middle. That's I don't right. know. Figure it out. This guy knows business, guys. I love movies. <laughs> um, just quickly burning through some other things that I saw announced. Um, I just showed you the Westworld season yeah. two trailer. Yeah, it made me realize I forget so much of what happened in that show, and I got to go back and watch it. Was it was a again. great trailer, though. Yeah, it was a great trailer. The, um, it looks like so, it looked like a film. The me- the mechanical piano yeah. with the sheet music, and it's got blood dripping down it. That it was, was great. Very. It looks like a motif. film. Like the quality of that shows. Like bu- the budget of that show must be baffling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really reveal much of what, what this season is going to be about. Great but trailer. But it just kind of reintroduces the characters. Yeah. And, do you reckon Hopkins is going to be in this in some way? I absolutely reckon. I think a reveal for sure. As a robot or as a man? Well, was the robot killed at the end? Remember he keeps making a robot throughout the whole series? Yeah. I reckon that was for him at the end. Fake right. assassination. I love how fucking all over the place and weird that show got. And so do I. It was great. I, it, was, it was a perfect week by week viewing Would experience. Would you say it was Lynchian? No. Right. I would say it was Nolan and Ian. Oh, right, sure. Nolan has twists, but they're all very grounded in reality. Oh, sounds like a good time for a segue, Angus. Yeah, wait, is there any other Comic-Con shit we need to cover? Uh, oh, Briggs. Our good friend Briggs is writing a new show developed by Matt Groening for Netflix. That's fucking incredible. It's insane. I remember last year, he was in the States when I was there and was posting stuff nearby, saying like, oh, I'm here, and he was posting like stuff from writing rooms and meeting like... Uh, you know, Matt Groening and meeting people to do with Futurama. And I was like, this is interesting. And he sat on that for about nine months and has announced that he's one of the writers on this amazing new Netflix show. Uh, Dreamland, is it? Dream Kingdom or something? Uh, it's a 20, 20 episode um, animated comedy for Netflix. Is it called? Um, it is called... Dream Dis- something. Disenchantment. Oh, Disenchantment. No, it's set in Dream Kingdom or something or Dreamland. It sounds really, really high concept. Yeah, the, like, the cast is pretty crazy. Yeah, You've got Abby Billy Jacobson, West, obviously. Eric Andre, Nat Faxon. And then, like, yeah, it's like a best of of like both shows. You've Lust. got John DiMaggio, Billy West, Maurice LaMarche, Tress McNeil, David Herman, Matt Berry. Amazing. Um, the British dude. Jenny Batten, Rich Fulcher, another great... Um, yeah, Rich Fulcher's great. Noel, Noel, Noel Fielding. 
and, and Lucy Montgomery. That's an incredible cast. And, it's amazing. Uh, the fact that Briggs, who is like, you know, like the fact that he, he isn't getting like amazing media opportunities in, in Australia and he's got the fucking... Apparently, he worked on like the first... He, he put up like a, a picture that looks like he, he contributed to the... Uh, the pilot? The, the pilot. Yeah. That's insane. And I guess he got his comedy chops, joke. you know, obviously from growing up watching The Simpsons and being a huge Futurama fan, but he also was involved on Black Comedy, the ABC series yeah, yeah. Uh, written He's and produced that. and starring Indigenous Australians. Oh, no, sorry. It just says untitled episode. Okay. Fir- first draft. First draft. I saw first and I was like, holy moly. Well, you know, that's about the level of reporting I'd expect from the Hey Fan Boys. <laughs> quick glances and jumping to conclusions. And he put a photo up on his uh, Instagram today with Matt Groening, Bill Oakley, David X. Cohen and Josh Weinstein. That's fucking also it's amazing. The fact that Weinstein's back on board. He's one of, he was... Uh, um, he, he, Bill Oakley and Weinstein did the, the, the two best seasons, the six and seven of The Simpsons. Of the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, where, like, yeah. It's interesting that he's doing this outside. And then Mission Hill. I love Mission Hill. So too. Simpsons is still on Fox, Futurama's done, but that ended up jumping ship to Comedy Central, and this is Netflix. So that's pretty dope. He's kind of yeah, trialing. I'm, I'm sure Matt Grading wishes The Simpsons was over, but the money that comes oh, in. He has nothing like, to do with it except collecting yeah. a paycheck, right? Yeah. Yeah. The people writing that show now are like half our age. Yeah, we just complain about uh, like yeah, like Rick and Morty and and um, and South Park and stuff. Who the fuck? What, kind of, what is a Simpsons fan like now? I don't think there is one. I like think they've di- died a off. A diehard Simpsons fan, yeah. They just can't let go of the past. The people that like won't listen to new music post Beatles, <laughs> and they keep watching the same seasons of The Simpsons. Like, yeah, it's great, but there's heaps more out there. I've been mean, like, I mean, who, who's watching those new episodes? Like, no this one. Is, this is my shit. No one. The writers. The voice artists, they have to watch it, I guess, while they're animating. And they actually did a full-on crossover between all Futurama. Of, no, no, no. They, they, they did, didn't they do like a full-on crossover with all of McFarlane's yes. shows and The Simpsons? And Futurama too. Some, and they did it as a canon. Like, they travelled back in time and came to Springfield. What? Yeah. I'm kind of interested in watching and that And like now. Homer really? and Bender hung out and got drunk. It was like... But it wasn't, so, wasn't there one where... Um, yeah, they were on Family Guy. It was, like, guy it was like Family Guy, the Cleveland Show, and I don't know about uh, American Cleveland Dad. Show and American Dad. There was like know, a cyclone or something like that. I know Family Guy had wound up in Springfield for some reason, and I think it's beat for beat the same as the Futurama crossover. Like, what do we do with the male characters? They go to Moe's. Like, I think that literally happens in a. Well, that's hectic. The but Simpsons I think the guy. Simpsons one was on. I think the Family Guy one was on Family Guy, not on the Simpsons. Holy you know shit! What I mean? Do we need to tell you the synopsis? Have we just said it? Um. Oh my America's god! America's favorite families team up. For, do you know what it's like? <laughs> it's like when the Jetsons met the Flintstones. But H. John Benz- Benjamin is in it as well. Oh, he's, he's, an, he's apparently he's a regular character in Family Guy. Whatever. Big Family Guy head over here. I know nothing about this shit. Okay, whatever. Maybe we should watch that. Let's do a commentary on. No, <laughs> just kidding. Yikes. Anyway, we almost seeked beautifully into Dunkirk. Let's do that, Angus. Let's pretend. Yeah, you know, much like we're retconning where this episode is set, we are retconning this. Um, Dunkirk. So I saw it last week. I saw you it. You went along and saw it this week. Um, on, well, I thought it was actually I, last Again, week I didn't want to hype it up for you like uh, Spider-Man's. I thought it was so fucking great. It's so good, right? It's Christopher Nolan's latest movie. It is, uh, it is short-ish for him. Sounds like, like Ragnarok, 100, 100 minutes it? long. Yeah. Um, which is a perfect... P- between 90 and 100 minutes, that's perfect length for a movie for me. I think it's a perfect length for a movie, absolutely. Um, Except for Star Wars. Go as long as you want. I'm lapping that <laughs> shit up. Any other movie? Keep it a good 90, 100 minutes. Um, but see, even with me, I, I lap that shit up when it comes to superhero movies. Who Marvel, Marvel Boys. I saw it with my, my wife. Did she like it? it? Fucking loved it. We were like sweaty, holding... Like palms are sweaty, palms I mean? spaghetti like, while we were watching. I like, was on the edge of my seat from basically the first 10 minutes. You hold your dad's hand that there? score didn't stop and I didn't complain about that. I love this score. It was That's incredible. Me, the fucking ticking clock. It was an incredible movie. And, Do you uh, know the planes were real? 
Yeah, all that shit was real. Is it insanity? It's fucking crazy. I even thought, okay, Nolan, you're on your bullshit about all of like you're back on your BS visual effects. I get it; they're all practical. The planes had to be CG. Absolute madman. They're all real planes, and they had rigged up a second seat for the actual pilot and the actor. Insanity. That's insane. What I, I loved um, is just man. You go ahead. I well, I mean, I think I, I look. I, I love um, Interstellar and I love Inception. Same. Um, They're great movies. There are parts of them though where you're like, this is stupid, but whatever. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm in, so I'll you know I'll let, I'll let this weird concept past. More so with Inception, I'm forgiving because it is the whole movie is about if you don't believe in anything to do with the dream <laughs> and in like hacking people's dreams or whatever. That was very nineties of me. Uh, hi, you know This guy wears a pop culture t-shirt and a blazer Guys, I'm a Silicon Valley hero I went to space in nothing but sweatpants But for some reason I'm wearing a um, IT crowd jacket And a pair of cons Wubba dubba dub dub Wubba dubba mublub Yeah, you, you, Inception more so Like if you don't buy any of the rules Then the movie doesn't work at all But Interstellar there were a few moments I was like, uh, okay I'm just going to let this slide Okay, wise guy I see what you're doing here Time, time travel always has that moment of like Yeah At least this is the like most the, Scientifically sound version of time travel Which used like uh, black holes and gravity Yeah No, not, didn't use black but, holes But they used the, the, the time loop thing Which I yeah. feel like how, how did it start to begin with? Yeah Same as Looper Like that, both those things Like if you yeah. think about it For even 10 seconds um, it, The Dunkirk Very grounded It's the first time He's made a film Based so off real events good To see him do something So grounded And it was like I was saying last week He'd been wanting to do this Since Memento And he yeah. thought he hadn't Earned his stripes In terms of directing action And so Batman helped Inception Every movie he made He said before this Has paved the way For him making Dunkirk So we The start of this movie You see like different Different scenes going on. The first one is land says, air sea, basically one week on land. So do you think that means one it's day, set over one week by sea? No, I so his. So I think that that it, that movie that, that the, the the land part starts a week ago, right? And then and it then all syncs up the, in the, the middle. The, the, the sea part starts a day ago, right? And then an hour. Yes, that's and, what and, I mean. And, and, and the and duration. I mean as well, like yeah, that yeah. goes for a week. That story so, about yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, how yeah. long? How long did it take for you in the movie to realize that they were all? At different times. Uh, that great shot of Killian Murphy when you see him being boisterous on the ship going, come on, boys, let's go, as opposed to the shell-shocked Killian Murphy that you're first introduced to. That's the moment where I said to you last week where I was like, there's a moment where you're like, ah, oh, Nolan, you've done it again. You've kidded me into thinking this was a linear mode of like storytelling, but no, it's all separate and they're syncing up to this one event. You know when you saw Harry Styles in the lead trying to swim on the back of the boat and he's like, come on, boys, there's enough room. We're going to yeah. come back. When you saw like a happy Killian Murphy, I'll call him. That's when I realized, which was about the halfway mark. Yeah, totally. And I was like, "Oh shit, Nolan's back on his bullshit." As if he can tell a movie in normal, linear fashion. I, 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 I loved that. I loved it too. I was I, like, "That's such a cool, unique thing to introduce to this film." And it wasn't a show-off thing. It wasn't like, "Ha ha, look at me, I'm a smarty pants." I did this. It was just it served the story, and it was so well done. And there wasn't a big like I see dead people moment. It was just. Oh, it's set out of order. Now keep up with it, and you're like, oh, of course it's set out of order. That's great. It makes sense. And then I loved when they do start overlapping, and you start seeing the same scene from different yeah. angles you're and seeing different perspectives. Like, um, Tom Hardy in the air, and the ship go down, yeah. and then you see the petrol from that ship, and then you see the kids swimming That's in that fucking petrol. Brilliant. It was just you, just you can just see how it was only seventy pages long. Now the script, like there was barely any dialogue for big chunks of the film. It was so. It didn't matter what the dialogue was. It didn't matter what the characters' names were. It was just literally filmmaking. It was like Buster Keaton in parts. It was just physical action, and that's the emotional investment. Seeing somebody get to point A to point B. Like, man, and 
everything went wrong. You're watching it, and they're trying to get on the ship carrying the stretcher, and then sorry, last people, and they jump oh, on. They're like, get dude. off. But I know, and then they, but they, that whole ship gets destroyed, and, and it, it cuts to the guy that they put on that ship, Just who dead. wouldn't be sinking no. were it not for them trying to use him to get on it's the fucked. ship. It's fucked. Yeah, and and then that bit when they find the ship that the Dutch guys brought over, people start doing target practice, and they're like. You're a Frenchman? Oh, man. It was so insane. So tense, wasn't it? And Harry Styles plays like an asshole. He was like, great. He was, I thought he was great yeah. in it. He was amazing He was, it. Like, he was yeah. Shades of Leo to me. Yeah, I totally agree totally with you. Totally Shades really of Leo. Apt, apt, uh, yeah, I was like, wow, oh, nice. It was just such... I can't sing that film's praises high enough. It was... I reckon it could be his first best director, Oscar. I, I really hope it's so. I, I think... I like, think it might be. I honestly... I'm calling it now. I hope I see a better movie than this this year because yeah. I love seeing great movies, but like... What that a great was, film. Unbelievable, And I was man. so not excited during the production. Like I said, war films were kind of like, uh, we've seen them and, uh, you know, the really good ones are really good and there's a lot of real average ones. But how dare I have little faith in Chris Nolan? Like, he just nailed this. And, like, tr- imagine trying to make a war movie post-Dunkirk now. You're fucked. Yeah. Unless it's Star Wars. Well, I know. I mean, like, that was it was very much a, um, a British take on a war movie. I yeah. feel like you could definitely make a... Like, you could pick the same... Like my favorite thing about it was that it didn't try and give the enemy a face. No, no, the just, enemy were unknown, they're unseen. Exactly. Um, also, I love, and I think I said this too. There's no like cliched war film characters, like the hard ass general with a cigar yelling at oh, kids. Bro, you like I guess Kenneth Branagh is is the closest thing. And to he's that. a charming he was gentleman. So great. <laughs> he was so good when he fucking that shot at the end when he's closing his eyes and he's just like, oh, he's he was the MVP of the movie for me. I think. Tom Hardy was for me. Oh, fuck yeah, of course he was. Fuck. How good Tom is that was so shot? Good. Just him flying around with no petrol for hours. So, oh. him... And sacrificing himself because he didn't want to so take up space on a boat. So, he land in enemy territory? Well, I think he landed in Dunkirk, where it was enemy territory. Yeah, right. And he didn't want to... The way I interpreted it is he didn't want to take up space on the evacuation. So, he's like, this is my duty and I'll get caught by the enemy because I freed these guys and I can't be that guy who... He was MVP and just... We're so used to seeing fast plane battles, like be it in Top Gun or Star Wars. And what I loved was how painstakingly slow it was for these things oh to do a swoop. God. And I was like, I was like, the this fact they're doing maths and like chalk and chalk, watches. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is like, fucked. Was, was you used like, to have to be a rocket scientist to be in the Air Force. And you probably, you still have to be extremely intelligent to be in the Air Force. Yeah. Like, the, I remember looking into it when I was a teenager. I was obsessed with wanting to fly and stuff. Turns out, spoiler alert, I didn't. <laughs> but you have to be amazing at maths, like four unit maths and stuff. And, it was just proof of that. I mean, How good would it be though if you had a? If there was a reveal that you had a second life as a like you had a secret oh, career. I love in that. The Air Force. Sorry, Levens, I can't record tonight. I have to do a little black op. I mean, <laughs> uh, reconnaissance. I mean, yeah, it'd be yeah, great. I just like I love like how 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 difficult they made it look to be a pilot. Like, yeah, it was so like those, those things that I mean they were beautiful ships. But God, they, like to turn one around in an arc, it looked like it was the hardest thing to do. It was so hard to control. Oh man, the newspaper article at the end as well. Heartbreaking. That scene was fucking sad. Yeah. He nailed it. He nailed that film. It was excellent. And you agreed with both of them. You're like, the guy on the boat was just like, we've got a duty to do, we've got to rescue these boys. And you're like, yeah, you've got to rescue them. And then Killian's like, it's a hellhole, don't go there. And you're like, oh, I don't want them to go there. And it was just... There's no villain, really. There was just like this, the villain was. It was war, fear. bro. It was war. fear. It was man made. It was fucked. I saw some great articles this week saying how the film was whitewashed. It's like, come on, guys. Really? It's, it's pretty. Like, come on. Yeah. I, 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 again, it's another movie that I, I left. I was like, that was perfect. Yeah. And then 
all my friends and uh, and press things that I'm seeing are just really? like. Really? Is it still got like the most baller review? No. I, I, where are the good? I need to, someone needs to send me the good reviews. I, oh. I, I loved it so much, and I have not seen any. I haven't paid attention to reviews again in a long time. My Bianca loved it as well. Like, my dad loved it. That's who I saw it with. Yeah, I told my dad to go see it. It's got 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like one of the highest rated movies of the year. Yeah. It's got nothing but great reviews. Okay. I saw, was it Roger Ebert gave... Uh, He's or, dead. Who's the alive? No. <laughs> who's the guy? Landon Moulton. He, uh, he, he said it was average. I'd love to see him go to war. It's because he's American. That's what I mean. Like I, I felt like a very anti-American. It was war anti-war movie. movie, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like I interpret it as an anti-war film, let alone anti. There was no glory. There was no glory. There was just like there was the, no glory. Come home, get away and from this fucking war. Like, the scenes at the end when they're like, he wouldn't look at me. He thought I was a coward. Like you know when they're like, yeah. It was man. The level of depth in this movie, you could take it or leave it. But if you want a depth, there's depth there. And if you wanted just an action movie, that's there. Like it was just a. It was such a well-made film. It was so well-made. You know, and it was made, and this is what we're kind of saying, like, Nolan's always serious, there's no real time for little nods or humour, and I'm okay with that with Nolan, like, if he's just delivering a technically sound, well-written, well-acted, like, he has the best toys in the business, and he, he's literally Bruce, he's Bruce Wayne, <laughs> he has the best toys, like, the IMAX cameras, the best, you know, he has the best guy doing his scores, he has the best actors, and he, he's just so technically sound, I'm, I'm so happy with that. I don't want jokes. I don't want little nods to camera and little winks. Well, not in a war movie, for sure. Well, not in any of his films. Like, you don't need it. Like, it's fine to have a film that's not wubba lubba dub dub. Like, I, I would have hated if Tom Hardy crashed his plane and said wubba dubba lubba. <laughs> yeah, and then he takes his mask the off. The war was about Szechuan sauce. poopy butthole. Yeah, and then he does the Bane voice. <laughs> he kind of did do the Bane voice. It is his voice, let's be honest. He had a mask on. Oh, yeah. Actually, this isn't a, a, a slight on the movie at all, but I can't wait to watch it with subtitles because I, I missed so much of the dialogue. That's Nolan, though. Most of his yeah. films, you know, and uh, this came up with the last two Batman films. Like, his sound editing is like, he's quite... He doesn't bump up sound on purpose. He's like, this is how it would sound in real life yeah, a lot awesome. of the time. It's really Happens weird. Here. And I know a lot of people suffered, obviously, with the Bane to the point where they had to re-record a lot of it. Right. But he's... He, and I remember his sound editor defending... Choices made Interstellar Being like No this is the way Chris wanted it Like if you miss that line That's fine Like it's not about What they're saying A lot of the time Which is so weird And any other director I'd say fuck off But <laughs> this guy's Pretty untouchable He's good He's, he's untouchable good. Um, um, I honestly think It could be He's definitely Going to get a nom For best director I hope it's a win Yeah me not too Not that it matters Like it's just the Academy It's just the Academy Morty this fucking guy <laughs> 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 I haven't even seen That episode But Szechuan Sourced me up <laughs> Um, I think this could be my favourite Nolan movie. That's so big. Yeah. Wow. This it's unlike anything that I've yeah. I've seen in a long, long wow. time. Can you see the Mad Max Fury Road? Well, yeah. In that similarities it was just I, I made, of, where it was just of, yeah. like minimal dialogue and it hits the ground running. I like this so much more than Fury Road, though. I don't like it so much more. Um, I think both films are like that one's very like still an exploitation action yeah type of film. This was a better film with a capital F, I think. Um, yeah, they're just, it was just an incredible film. And it, what I liked, um, this is a guy 20 years into his career and he's, there's no signs of slowing down. Like, it was just a masterclass in filmmaking. I can't wait to see it again. I, yeah, you, I can't wait. I want to see it in IMAX. Yep. There's no real IMAX in Sydney anymore. There's and the one at Fox Studios. And the 70 mil yeah. as well. That would be yeah, yeah. Too. I'm just dying to see it because apparently, like, more than two-thirds of it is shot in it. The one I saw, the premiere, was just shown in normal whatever. It was so fucking good. Oh, and apparently... Um, 
for those saying, you know, isn't, oh. isn't Michael Caine meant to be in well, every single Well, that was my complaint last Nolan week. Movie, and then yeah. we found out, no, he's actually on the radio at the start. Uh, one of the voices. On one of the voices. And it's a throwback to a film. He was in the Battle of Britain. So great. Which, again, is something I haven't seen because wubba lubba dub dub. How good is like, all these auteurs that just like... I've just watched every single war movie before. Like, you know, yeah. every single movie. I hate when people say genre. movies are trash now, and I don't think it's it, it's at all the the case. Like, the, the future of filmmaking is in fine hands. Nolan this week too bit out at Netflix. Did you see saying how shit it is? Really? What did he say? We were just speaking about. I think he was in. It was an interview, and again, in true hey fan fashion, I haven't researched it. Woo, woo! But I'm pretty sure someone asked him what he thinks of you know directors like big name ones heading over to Netflix. And he was like, fuck that noise. Like, they're trying to close cinemas and I'll do anything I can to keep cinemas open. Keep cinemas open. He's like, why would you support a model which is actively trying to destroy, the, the like, a cinema house or a place where people go and watch films and I'm making films that will never, you know, which will always play in cinemas and never go, sh- like, straight to TV. Yeah, there is, there is something fucking great about seeing a movie. Yeah, and we've spoken about it before and I do think... There are some films that, you know, you can see on the small screen and get as much out of it, but there are always going to be, and they're going to be lesser, I think, sadly, but they're going to be films which are meant for cinema, like Star Wars movies, Chris Nolan movies, you know, that those movies are always going to be huge at the cinema, play well on home entertainment, never as well. Yeah. But, you know, your indie rom-coms, you can take that straight to Netflix and wubba lubba dub dub. So, Angus, let's finish this episode talking about Splatoon 2. Oh, man. What a game. Um, so, it came out last week on Switch, and uh, it's a... Uh, this hu- one goes out to all the squids? All the kids. All the kids. I'm doing this one. For me, I'm going to dedicate this episode to the kids. You're welcome to dedicate it to the squids if you want. Yes. Just pick a side. Splatfest. Um, so, Splatoon <laughs> is... Uh, Kidfest. It's multi... Ooh, no, not Kidfest. Oh, boy. Uh, multiplayer mode uh, is kind of like the, the focus. It also has a very good, very solid, very ignored single-player mode, and that's what I'm... It's a very similar setup to Splatoon 1. Absolutely. It's very similar. Um, the you made a great uh, observation how similar uh, the single-player mode is to Mario Galaxy. It's so true. Yeah. You're bouncing from course to course within the one level, a la the little planets, and yeah, there's, like, like, there's nothing below you. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, great. It's but it's also, uh, if you will, the best of Mario Galaxy and Mario Sunshine, I think. Yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got the splat, the yeah, splatting yeah. the paint. I loved the water, it. See, I like bought it outside of an internet connection. I bought it while I was at Splendor, and there was no internet connection where I was. So I was smashing through the one player, and that was the first experience I had. To where are you up it. to? Um, like second map. Yeah, have, you, have you taken on that, that, that second boss yet? With, yes. With the, the samurai on the yeah. fucking unicycle? It's so good. So the so tiny great. little bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, so yeah. good. The designs of the. Man, I love this Splatoon design. Like. This and arms, and I, was, uh, I bought it with a colleague who also brought his switch along. So we're doing a lot of salmon run together, yep. which is great. It's like the horde mode, really fun. But uh, we'll just—he's a huge Nintendo head as well. Like has a Metroid on his desk, a Link. Like very—he he should be like if one of us is sick, he could fill in. Who are we talking about here? Al Newstead. Uh huh. Sweet. Yeah, uh, of Triple J Music News. Big big N head loves it, and he was—he never played one again. He was despite being a big N head, like a lot of them didn't get a Wii U. You almost didn't play it. I bought it for you. For I know, and it was so just, you would play. I, it was one of those great mistakes I made in my life and regrets, but I don't regret it because you were like got it, and I had so much fun with it, and I was kicking ass on that online mode. Um, we're just saying how great it is to see Nintendo doing new things again, like new character designs, new you know new new aesthetics compared to the cl- they, they could have done this game with Mario. 
yeah, you know, so years ago. But I just love the fact they don't. But the polish um, on this game and and, and the, the vibrancy of the world that, that, yeah, that the Splatoon is in. The Apparently soundtrack's incredible. So I, all I'm doing, I'm not doing anything else until I beat multiplayer, single, single player, single player. So what do you get in that? Do you get anything that? In no, the... I just like that. That's why I, I loved Splatoon yeah. so much, and I and I really want to. I like the, all the bosses are so been so They're fun, so and, good. I, and I'm like. The, the final boss in Splatoon 1 is maybe it's your my favourite boss fight my favourite boss fight ever and I so like, I'm so excited to see what they serve up in this I'm loving the uh, multiplayer is just so, it's so good and you know we're not big first person shooter players we're not big multiplayer players so you'd think you this wouldn't to appeal be. to like, us at all yeah. and it's just so great in the sense it's it's like the anti it's like we said the anti-war movie with Dunkirk this is the Dunkirk of shooters you're not evacuating but just the fact you're with a team and you're covering up, you know. You can just spoof it up and you're spoofing up if you want. You yeah, can, it's just don't oh, even need to worry about spoofing other people. You it's just so refreshing on the walls. I love it. There's so much in this game. It's 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 so well priced for what you get in it. Uh, I love the design. I love all the characters. I love the weird prawn shoe shop dude. Like I love all the yeah. Well, it, it, and this world is so much bigger than the first game. Like, yeah, I, I definitely. Like I think from a mechanics point of view, yes, it is just a. You know, Splatoon they use the same 5, engine, and it, that's what it needs to be. Like that's what the Call of Duty games do. They've, you know? they've expanded it substantially. I'm looking forward to playing. They could pop one out with a year, I reckon. Yeah, amazing. So this, this could become like their Call of Duty or whatever. I would like, love if they did that and yeah. just pumped a new one out every year and added things. Like it's so great. Like, that, the, the single player mode, some of the level and some of the ideas in that, like it just. I mean, we, I haven't had a Mario game that I truly loved in so long, and this is like you know the closest thing. The closest right? thing. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling we'll be getting one soon. Now, what are you playing? It mainly in handheld or docked? Uh, docked. I'm more, I'm I'm much Pro more controller? of a handheld guy for the most part. Yeah, but I've been playing it docked with a Pro controller. But the other night, I read an yes. article um, that said, like, yeah, the motion controls can be really difficult. I do like some level of motion control in it. It's actually really fun aiming your. I, I think the motion control is fine with a Pro controller docked. I think it's fantastic. I have no problems with so it. I've been playing now with the Joy Con separated. Yeah, and because left hand you use for movement. And the right hand, I was just straight up pointing it at what I want to. Does it work amazing? Is it the way to play it? Awesome. The way to play it. It's the way to play it. I think better than using a pro controller. Yeah, way better. Okay, I'm gonna give it a go. It's so good. It's yeah. like, and it's like actually like oh wow, these are motion controls that actually rule. Yeah. After I hated, I hated arms. Now so can much. you play like online with that as well? That's for the whole. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I was playing handheld, did you turn motion off? Just yes, use the stick. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. It's too yeah. hard without. Yeah. Like, I was on a plane as well. And imagine just like. <laughs> did you play Salmon Run yet? Not yet. No. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's like cool look, there's, there's so much for me to explore. So I'm looking, yeah. and I'm not burning through single player. I'm actually, I, I started a new little game yesterday. Oh, uh, day before that, um, I started a game called Kingdom Hearts. Oh yes. Um, we have some uh, some good boys in the uh, Hey Fam Hot Takes chat, which you can join for four dollars a month. Up the takes are hot, aren't they? Patreon. Like they're, they're getting hotter. Slash Hey Fam. All we do is talk about video games and talk about like all dumb shit that we always talk about on the podcast. But it's just like twenty four seven. Like I, 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 straight up, I'll. I'll open my messenger app and there'll be like fucking 200 messages and I'll, and I'll read what? them all. I love we it. read them all and we love them. It's real good fun. I don't but, respond uh, to them all, but that's okay. I'm busy. Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming out at some point next year. The footage that they Can I ask you something? At, at, yeah. So I played Kingdom Hearts 1 on PS2 back in the day. Mm. What's all these like 2.4s and 1.9 bullshits? Can you, can you talk me through it? Because that actually scared me from jumping back in. Okay, so. It's kind of horse shit, right? Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, well, so they... they they kind of instead of so Kingdom Hearts 1 came out PlayStation 2 Kingdom Hearts about 10 15 years ago yeah and then Kingdom Hearts 2 came ago. out relatively quickly after that yeah that was on the PS2 as PS2. well um, and they skipped and PS3 it's been what 15 years since well, in between Kingdom There's Hearts 3 there some DS 3. or Game Boy Advance releases I think uh, they 
DS, um, PSP, and and 3DS. But releases. they're all side scrollers, weren't they? No, no, no they're all they're all um, like. Uh, well, there was a side scroll I know at one point. Yeah, right. Well, there, there might have been GBA. They've all been re-released in this package, so you can get oh. 1.15 and 2.15 HD final remix or some bullshit. What it's called? See, that just so means get, nothing. So to I me. bought that on a PS4. That's all. It's like seven games. It's it's one, two, and all the games in between wow. those. And so when you start it, can it actually say like? Play Kingdom Hearts one. Yes. Play okay. So and you're then, playing through one right now. Yeah, because I realized like it's great. You know, I I always swap back claims that there aren't many games on the um on the Switch, but yeah. you know what? There aren't many like action, like story based mm. action games, and yeah. for many people, that's why they play games. They really we could argue that there's only one. Yeah, there's only Breath of the Wild. I can't think of and any. That's not really story based. Well, yeah, or like that's or like, more like Lego survival. That's like a survival game. Like there's no real story. But like you game. know, if you like Ubisoft games, if you like GTA games, if you like you know the kind of things that people that people's heads go to to gaming now. Yeah, you're really playing anything. So I kind of I do get where their argument is now. I'll, I'll, no, I do too. Yeah, I won't be so uh, like combatant when that. When, when I'm having enjoying it. Dude, I love it. Can you see what I mean? I think a couple episodes ago we we're chatting, and I was like, it's kind of like Zelda with the control method because you're like, it better not be real time strategy. It's yeah. It's it definitely took me a while to get my head around the combat. It's um, it's it's definitely like action, but it's not. It still has like you you do take your turn, then yeah. you run away and dodge their turn, then you go back in yeah. and have a few more turns, and like you can't just smash 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 because you'll get fucked up if you, if, yeah. you, if you fight bosses like that. Um, but How now, you now the I fully Disney get it. Crossover? Dude, it's so fun. It's great, huh? See, I finished like the first like five levels. Mm. I'm gonna have a couple hours with it tomorrow. I, I really want to. So How much is the set? It was like fifty-five bucks, something like that, for like seven games. Brand and new. It, it looks good on PS4 too. Yeah, I might new. pick it up. And then the um, the uh, collection that came out at the start of this year, which is two point eight, which is like it's and that that's a, a port of Shoot. Dream Drop Distance. What the fuck a, does that mean? A side-scrolling one, and it's like basically like they've done other Kingdom Hearts games, but it is possible to play every single Kingdom Hearts <laughs> game on your PS4. That's so fucking and funny. And I'm going to try and do that before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes so out. So what's the 2.8? And why is it called 2.8? Because they just did that. Square Enix, is so, they're, they're so on their bullshit. I love it. Yep. I love it. Did uh, you end up finishing Final, Final, Final Fantasy 15? No. How, how, how far in did you get? Like 90%. I was yeah, just right. I was over it. Yeah, it was, sure. I heard that the, very, those last levels suck, right? Yeah, there was some very... They've, they've patched it now. Apparently, the ending is great. Yeah, I did, I, now I'm so far from it, I don't remember anything. You know what? It's sad to say, I lost interest in Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you... But you never started it? No, I was about 20 hours into it. Oh, what? I didn't... Yeah, I just picked it up again. Oh, really? No, I didn't realize you even picked it up to yeah, begin with. Yeah, I started with. playing it. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, I picked it up now that I'd finished Breath of the Wild. I just hope I, I'm going to stick with it because I've heard it gets better. Wait, how far in did you get? Well, maybe 15 hours. What happened? Oh, it's just well, it's different because you can pick which missions you want to do and stuff. And yeah, yeah. So it's hard to compare. Yeah, the, having like such a busy hub, I found was the hardest thing to go yeah, back to. Yeah, having that map, it, just, it was kind of anxiety inducing. <laughs> no, it was like compa- coming from Breath of the Wild, where like everything I've made is on that map. It's not telling me where to go next and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There was so many icons and so many things. I sound like an old person, but. It's good and the gameplay is good. It was just a weird show. Like, it's nowhere near as good as the level of control as Breath of the Wild and coming from that was quite jarring. Like, you know, you'll be walking through a wreckage and there's a hole that's bigger than you which you should be able to pass through but you can't. You have to try and run around and find a... And I was just like, oh, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah. Uh, great game. Looks incredible. Plays pretty well. The, the universe is great. I, I, I think I should stick with it. Chloe was loving me playing it. She was loving the storyline. I haven't, I haven't revisited it since the night before. I, like, oh no, I, I did. I, I, I went. I played maybe an extra hour after yeah, finishing sure. Breath of the Wild, and, and then I was like, oh fuck, I don't remember anything anymore. 
So yeah. I mean, if I if I do go back to it, I'll probably have to play it. I mean, I might, I'm gonna hit it again. I want to pl- try and play that and Persona Five before the end of the year. Same here. But it's like 120 hours. I can so. do it. Persona Five looks so up my fucking va- alley. I, I would 100 percent get Persona Five if it was on Switch. Oh it, yeah, you could remote I, play it on your. Um, I have Persona Four on PSP. You could remote, remote play, play it on. Uh, I have to be in the house on though. Your Vita. Oh really? Is that what it means? Right. I think it's like that. Right. And then my internet's strongest right near my television and PlayStation and stuff, <laughs> so I'd be on the couch. That's okay. Yeah. Look at um, this. Make us making plans. <laughs> Idiots. We're never going to keep Life them. gets in the way, fam. John Lennon said, uh, life is what happens while you're busy making other plans, fam. But then he got shot, so... R.I.P. Miss you. Um, so next week, we're going to be doing our Entourage the Movie commentary with Cam James. We didn't even ask for it. Nobody let, nobody really asked for this one. The week after that, we're going to do a Patreon-exclusive um, uh, Mr. Nanny, the Hulk Hogan movie commentary, which definitely no one really asked for, but they decided that was the worst, the, the best of the worst. I'm into that one, though. I'm, I'm really oh, looking too, forward I'm to it. And I did fun. confirm the doll getting thrown in a gift I sent to you today. To How good am I just dealing in gifts now? I've realized I'm just... I'm like post-YouTube... I'm just like, no, nah, here's a gift. But the, the shot was exactly what I said it was. It was like Hulk Hogan just cruising down a beach in Miami. On While a someone motorbike. throws their dog someone into throws the water. throws a dog in water. And that was one of those scenes where the director, I think, looks at his cameraman and says, that went, you know, lock yeah. it off, put it in the can. YouTube doesn't exist yet. We've got to put it in the movie. That's insane. So looking forward to seeing that IRL with you. Um, yeah, we're doing a lot of movie watching lately. Unfortunately, it's for heinous crimes against humanity. Great. Love music. Patreon.com slash HeyFam is uh, where you can join our Patreon club and get a whole bunch of extra stuff yeah. when, we do, when we get around to doing it. We're also going to try and do a, a video Q&A very soon, which will be fun. Yes, live. Live. Live Q&A. Live. Patreon. HeyFam. Dot org. Wabba-lubba-dub-dub. Wabba-lubba-dub-dub.com. Um, and uh, you can find us online. Facebook.com slash HeyFamPodcast. Send us an g- email to HeyFamPodcast at gmail.com. Angus is at Chibichangus. I'm at LevDog. Uh, we love talking to you. Enjoy your fucking morning. Bye. Manana. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books books at serious issues so go there instead uh, you can find both of the podcasts on itunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts thanks so much for listening and for your support and i'll see you next week late bloomers tend to have more curiosity they tend to have more resilience there are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men what if everything we've been taught is just all wrong What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts.